What is good, all of our listeners and viewers? Welcome to another episode of Games and Groceries. My name is Adam. And I'm Liz. And like it or not, my mustache is back. We yes, are. It is. We are here with episode 106 with Mr. Maddie Plays talking about creating different gaming content. But first, we've got some segments for you. Yes, we do. Yes, we, we do. do. We do. We have some segments. That's great. But guess what? If you're here for Mr. Maddie Plays, uh, one. Why? why? Why don't you love me? And two, well, guess what? We've got some timestamp for you. So if you want to just jump ahead to any of the guests that we have, we always have timestamps available for you, whether you want to just jump ahead to the gaming news or whatever you want to do. It's the American podcast. Do with it what you want because we love you. Liz, how you doing? I'm okay. Okay. I feel like this week has lasted forever. It actually has. Yeah, it's been a long one. I feel like it might be because I'm my best friend is visiting oh, on the yes. weekend. So I think it's like that anticipation, like, oh my gosh, is it time for her to be here yet? Yeah, I'm just uh, that that reminds me. Because she's coming over the weekend, I didn't want heavy editing over the weekend. So yeah. this is filmed a little bit earlier so that we could get it a Only little... a day earlier. Yeah. So if there's any news that we missed, huh, sorry. Blame but... it on Elena. Uh, yeah, but but don't because she's lovely. Yes, uh, I I just want to say that yes because I thought my mic cut out for a little bit, but we're here. Uh, and if you uh, check out our other podcast, what's the biz? She's going to be coming on the uh, possibly. We have been told. I was going to say we haven't asked her yet. Yeah, we're just going to ask her the day of. Be like, hey, want to come on? So if she's not, I mean, that means she didn't want to. Jeez. So let's get this show started because everybody's here for our guests. They're not here for us. Ever. Nah. Anytime we have guests on, they're like, eh, I'll We're pass. lame. But if you want to stick around, we've got a movie recommendation for you and some gaming news. But before we get to there, uh, we're on social media, mm-hmm. on Twitter, at Gaming Groceries, or you can follow us on the, the individual side. I'm at Ace the Grocer. And I'm at Journey First. You can also follow us on Instagram, Games of Groceries, all one word, where you can see the uh, behind-the-scenes photos, some gaming memes, uh, announcements that we have, and whatnot, you know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, check out our website. Oh, also Facebook. We're on Facebook. Check out our website, <laughs> gamesofgroceries.com, where you can listen to all the podcasts from the website, as well as find out where you can listen to the audio versions of the website, as well as some articles I've written in the past. And if you haven't yet, hey, got a favor to ask of you. You're watching us on YouTube? That's cool. That's, that's, that's nice of you. Uh, subscribe, please. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> if you enjoy this content, definitely subscribe so that you know when all these podcasts come out. And hit that notification bell so that you know when all of our uh, skits come out, our little sketch videos, which you'll want to subscribe for the next one. Uh, this one, this past one, I'm very proud of. I'm glad. I, I am. Yeah, I'm, I'm proud of you. Uh, but yeah, it's called If Halo 2 Was Made in 2020. The next one's coming out this Thursday is going to be with our guest, Mr. Matty Plays. Yeah, it'll be a new type of editing I've never done. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a how-to video. So I'm very excited for this one. But uh, yeah, so subscribe. And uh, if you haven't yet, uh, leave us a review on Podchaser so that we can get up in the ranks. Also iTunes, do that too. Uh, Give us your honest star feedback and your reviews so with all that said and done we're, we're here for a podcast so let's just get started with our first segment movie minutes 
Movie Minutes is a segment that we like to talk about the movies that we watched in the past week, whether it be on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, uh, not in theaters just yet. And we like to review it and give you a recommendation or not a recommendation. And this week's movie is actually found on Netflix. It's actually mm-hmm. a 2017 movie. If I can movie. find my list. Hey, look at that. No, I don't want to exit. Get out of here. Uh, movie Minutes, everybody. <laughs> this is a professional podcast. It yes, is, it is. It's called Lady Bird. Hey! Yay. Look at me go. I forgot to change the slide before the first segment. Good job. But it's called, okay. it's called Lady Bird. Uh, it's on Netflix. It's uh, an A24 movie. Or is it A24? I think it's A24. I think it's pronounced A24. Yeah, it's an A24 flick. Came out in 2017. Opening thoughts, go. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, it was it was it was different. It really shows you a like one, I don't think the point of it was this, but it really shows you like a genuine mother-daughter yeah. relationship. Like they're not best friends, but they're not absolute enemies. Like mm-hmm. maybe it's and I said this when we were watching it, is that I grew up in a very Irish Catholic area mm-hmm. and that's this family and everyone they yes. know. Yeah. And so to me like that, I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's such a genuine Irish Catholic mother daughter relationship. It, it is really is so hilarious. <laughs> like I love it because one scene they're like at each other's throats and then next they're like, let's go shopping. Really? And it's just, it's great. And so I enjoy that, but I enjoyed this movie. It had some, like not it wasn't boring mm-hmm. it wasn't bad it was just yeah i enjoyed watching it that's pretty much where it ended so let's talk about this a little bit more uh lady bird's character so the main character is named well she names herself lady bird her real name is christine something i forget the last name but mcpherson Yes, you're right. Uh, Christine McPherson, but they, uh, she says, call me Ladybird because I want you to call me Ladybird. Because she's artistic. Her character is super unlikable to start. It's just like the the film, it starts, and I'm not sure if I'm supposed to be rooting for Ladybird, but I hate her. I hate her so much. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. A lot like what I, what I argue with um, uh, Harry Potter 5, the teacher. Oh, no. Um, she's super unlikable. Harry Potter 5. Oh, Umbridge. Umbridge, thank you. Uh, where everybody's like, I hate Umbridge, but the actress behind Umbridge yeah. was so believable. In the same way, I'm going to butcher her name. I'm sorry. Cerise? Cerise Ronan is the actress? Is oh, I don't know. I didn't mm. look it up. Uh, it is spelled S A O R I S E. Cerise Ronan. Uh, but that's the other thing. Yeah, I can't. I can't help you. Yeah, that. I don't know. I'm gonna butcher it. Sarah Reese. I'm gonna call her Sarah. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, her acting matched that. Yeah, it, she's super unlikable in the way of you know the whole world is against me, so I'm against it. But that's the thing. She pulled it off. Oh yeah, she's I, a. I've seen her in a couple things, and she's very good. She's a good actress. Yeah, she just doesn't do a ton of mainstream stuff yeah and that's the thing i enjoyed that i didn't enjoy her character if that makes any sense because i had to think about it and the whole screenwriting about who her character is how it's portrayed Mm -hmm. i'm not so i'm not sure if you're supposed to root for her and i think that's how the movie interprets it yeah if that makes sense no 
Okay. No, I said yeah. Okay. Um, I didn't know what you're doing. Oh, I'm looking her up to make sure that I'm right of what bigger movie she was in. So as the story continues, we start to see why she has this whole the world is against me. Well, she's actually Irish. Yeah, I I, I believe it. Uh, but you, we start to believe right why the world is against her, right? And uh, oh, like you start to see this character development mm-hmm. in her. Like you start to see okay. I can get with you, but doesn't mean you need to act like that, right? Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I en- I enjoyed the character. Oh man, I hated her. I know. I, hated I thought every that was hilarious her. that you hated her so much. I'm like, I don't mind her. I'm right. She was in Lovely Bones. Yeah, but she was also in Little Women mm-hmm. and um, Mary Queen of Scots. Yes, but oh. no, I hated her character so much. I enjoyed the character because she was so believable. Like. They didn't yeah. try to like. Oh, that's the that's thing. She's believable. About, I, that's what I liked about this movie was that it was genuine characters. Yes. It wasn't like so yeah. overplayed of like so overplayed of like oh I'm an anarchist oh I'm a bad mom or I'm a mean mom I'm a you right depressed like they didn't overdo like any of the characters mm-hmm. they like this is what this person would be like in the real world. Which I enjoy. Yes. I enjoy that because you don't see that in movies. And movies are always like, oh, no, they, we need to amp it up more. Right. Whereas I liked that it was, this is a normal thing a girl like her could behave as, you know? Yeah. So I enjoyed it. Now, part of the reason why she's so I hate the world is because this, all in, all together, this is a story about why you need to be leaving your hometown. Because she's mm-hmm. so against Sacramento. I hate Sacramento. Sacramento is the worst. It's the Midwest of California. And everybody's just trying to tell her, like, you're not as, you know, you're, you're not as um, the world is against you as you think you are. Mm-hmm. You're pretty privileged when it comes to it. Yeah. Uh, your parents love you and all that. So you have a pretty sick brother and uh, sister-in-law. But that's the thing. Uh, it's a whole thing of like you need to leave the nest to appreciate the nest, mm-hmm. and I and I, we both know how that feels. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So it is a story about that, and I can appreciate that in the long run. Uh, and that's the thing. Like I hated her character, but that's the thing. Like you said, it's totally believable. Yeah, completely believable, mm-hmm. and that's what I do appreciate about it. I may have hated her, but it, it was reasonable. Yeah. Uh, so let's go into our final reviews. Uh, out of 10 pineapples, what'd you give it? I gave it a five. I'm teetering more towards a six. Okay. Um, I can respect that. Because, like I said, I enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed the characters. I enjoyed the how genuine the characters were. Yeah. Um, I don't know what was wrong with it. Mm-hmm. It just, I don't feel like it was so strong that it needs to be like a 10. Yeah. But I would give it somewhere in the range of like six to seven, maybe. I'll give it a six. It's just above average. Yeah. And that's the thing. Definitely not a waste of time. It's an enjoyable movie that you don't need to pay every split second attention to. Yeah. It's an hour and a half. It's fine. And it's an A24 movie, A24. It's an A24 movie. So mm-hmm. go with it in that kind of expectation uh, because A24 movies kind of follow the same formula. Yeah. I mean, because if you remember Uncut Gems and, um, oh, no, um, Rover, Rover mm-hmm. and uh, High Life. Oh, yes. Another actress that is in this is the woman that plays Roseanne's sister in Roseanne and um, Sheldon's mom Sheldon's in mom, yeah. Big Bang. But yeah, it's an enjoyable movie. I yeah. recommend it. Yeah. 
Uh, it's on Netflix. It's again called Lady Bird. Uh, it stars Sarah Reese Ronan. If I got that wrong, write it in the comments down below. Uh, but I recommend it. It's fine. It's it's fine. It's not gonna blow you away. It's fine. Yeah. It's a fine coming of not really coming of age. Um, it's just a fine. It's a mildly coming of age. Yeah. It shows her maturing in her mentality throughout the movie. Yeah, I can classify it as. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, check it out for yourself if you want to do that. But if you want to take our interpretation of like, eh, maybe I'll pass. Go for it. Uh, with all that said and done, let's talk about some gaming news. Okay. So let's just jump into our second segment. Top three gaming news. The top three gaming news is the gaming news that we saw in the past week. And we like to rank it three, two, one, just to give you a condensed version of, hey, what's going on in the gaming industry? What's the, what's happening? Well, let me give you a condensed version of it. What's happening, Liz? I don't know. Uh, well, I'm going to tell you. Top three gaming news. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so again, like I said, we're recording this a little bit early, so if there's news I missed out on. But we have some pretty good ones. Yeah. So. But uh, let's talk about the number three gaming news is EA coming out with a Star Wars game, and it's called Rogue Squadron. Oh, look at that, everybody. It's nice. Uh, but yeah, it's called Rogue Squadron, mm-hmm. or just Squadrons, actually. Just Squadrons, uh, I believe it's called. Uh, Star Wars Squadrons, it is a flight game. It is going to be $40. That's not bad. Apparently, no microtransactions. That's lovely. Which is bananas. And uh, let me just read this quote right here. Uh, it's pretty. It's pretty stellar. Players will unlock new weapons, holes, engines, and shields as they rank up. Again, going into no microtransactions. Uh, the cosmetic items, meanwhile, can be applied to your cockpit and ship exterior. While you can also change the look of your fighter pilot, squadrons, ta- uh, squadrons will take players to never-before-seen parts of the Star Wars galaxy, including Yavin Prime and Galatan. Cool. So... Yeah, it's going to be a $40 game, Flight Simulator. There's going to be a story involved. Cool, cool. Now, hang on there. I know I thought it was cool, too, until we found out it's the same writer behind Battlefront 2, which was the most dry cookie cutter story Mm. there was. And I'm like, oh. Maybe he'll redeem himself. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, But there's also going to be a 5v5 multiplayer battles with uh, your fighter pilots. Mm. The story is actually going to be going back and forth between the rogues and the uh, Imperials, Mm. right? So, you know, uh, boil it down to good guys, bad guys. Uh, But yeah, so it's going to be releasing October 2nd, 2020, multi-platform. I believe they said cross-platform too. Mm. So that's pretty cool. I believe. Not sure. Uh, Liz, what do you think? That sounds interesting. Yeah. Like, it sounds exciting. Yeah. $40. Yeah. No microtransactions. $40. Like, wow. $40. Oh, so is uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Remastered. But, you know, I'm not oh, I'm not okay. excited about that coming out September something. Um, You're not that excited then. Yeah. It's coming out <laughs> September 7th, I want to say. But anyways. But this game, Star Wars Squadron, coming out October 2nd. Uh, I think this makes the news because it's it, when I heard about it, it mm-hmm. sounded to me a lot like Battlefront 2, but fixed. Yeah. So it's going to fix your microtransaction issues. It's going to be fixing the multiplayer battling. Um, and it's going to be a new setting. And apparently this is going to be set. The story is going to be set after the Battle of Endor mm. in Episode 6. So that's pretty cool. 
Yeah. I'm down. Yeah. I'm cool for it. Uh, we'll get to see a little bit more news as we go along. But um, for $40 with no microtransactions. That's pretty awesome. Seemingly, by the way. Uh, there might be surprise mechanics, but who knows? <laughs> surprise <laughs> microtransactions. It is 2020. It is 2020. Um, but yeah, so pretty excited for this. Yeah. Speaking of a new game announcement, we got our second piece of gaming news, which is a new Pokemon Snap. Look at that. It's a, it's a lasagna. A lasagna? Yeah, his name is Lasagna. Did you just come up with that? No. Lapras. There you go. Lasagna. That's not the same. I'm pretty sure the Pokemon's name is Lasagna. But yes, there is a new Pokemon Snap coming out for the Nintendo Switch. There is no release date yet. Uh, by the way, any quote I'm saying right now, like the quote I'm about to tell you right now, uh, all the articles are linked down below in the description, whether you're listening on audio or watching us on YouTube. Um, but, you know, you get some extra articles if you subscribe. No, I'm just kidding. That's a lie. Uh, but let me uh, read this quote. All the articles linked down below if you want to read for yourself. Uh, but uh, this article says, I believe it's from The Verge. Uh, travel to unknown islands with beautiful scenery like lush jungles and sandy beaches. The, Poke uh, the Pokemon pictures you take there will be used to build your very own uh, Pokemon Pokedex. Or Photodex. My bad. Uh, this brand new game brings the gameplay of the 1999 Pokemon Snap game from the Nintendo 64 system to life on the Nintendo Switch system. Uh, unknown, and unknown islands to discover and different Pokemon to see. Well, they've, they've come out with a lot more Pokemon since 1999, I think it said. Yeah, 99. Yeah. With uh, Lasagna coming out. With, um, um, I can't think of a name for Squirtle. Because he's too adorable. But anyways. Squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> like Squirrel sitting on a piece of lasagna. Isn't that cute? Anyways. But here's the thing. Arlo made a good point on YouTube. And I watched his video on it. And he seems to be on something. Why are they calling this new Pokemon Snap? And not call it Pokemon Snap 2? I don't know. He had a good point. And saying that like, why is it the old gen? He's thinking that it's going to be the very same game that we played with up-res graphics. And more Pokemon. Yeah. Um, I don't think the article even says more Pokemon. It just says, let me read this quote again. I don't think I don't even think it said that. Brand new, blah, 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 blah with unknown islands and different Pokemon. It doesn't say new. It, it says, says different. Different Pokemon. So you could be just seeing the same old um, squirrels on lasagna as you were seeing before. I love that game. We have the original. Yeah, that's the thing. The, the original is fine. It's good. Yeah. It's a good game. It's a classic. Yeah. But actually, I'll have to ask Maddie about that because I think he said Pokemon Snap is trash. So I'll have to confirm on that. Yeah, I know. What's wrong with him? Well, we'll find out later on. But yeah, so I believe he said that. But that that's the thing. The, the, the classic was fine. It was good. It was good. Yeah. I liked it. I liked it. Please don't shoot me. But... <laughs> To have the same game that we played well, yeah, that, in 1999. Because I already know like the first two levels of that game. Yeah, that's the thing. It's just like, cool, up res. But when you put on new Pokemon Snap, why not just call it Pokemon Snap Remastered if that's going to be what it is? Yeah. You know? I guess so, we'll find out. That's the thing. We haven't gotten much details about it. Just that this came through a Twitter post on Wednesday morning. Hmm. Like literally, I was going through Twitter and I see like, War oh. 
I see Wario64 tweet about it, and I'm like, wait, is there a Pokemon Direct I'm missing? He's like, no, 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 no. There's no Pokemon. I went on YouTube like, Nintendo. No, there's no. Just. They just felt like, here you go. Yeah. Along with uh, Pokemon Smile. Tells you how to brush your teeth. That's adorable. Yeah, that's adorable. Also, Pokemon Snap! <laughs> it's like, okay, we're going to put out a uh, teeth cleaning a little jargon along with Pokemon Snap. It was a kid's day. It was a kid's day. It was... Um, Even though most adults are going to be what, who's playing this. Yeah, really. I'm going to be... Let me go using... relive my childhood. Oh, I'm, I thought you meant Pokemon Smile. I need to learn how to brush my teeth. That's not good. Did you see my teeth, how yellow they are? They are yellow as the sun. So... <laughs> The number one gaming list. Let's just get into that. Uh, this just came out this past week, which is why it's called the top three gaming news, because we saw it in the last week, and it's about Cyberpunk 2077. Not really woohoo, because um. actually kind of woohoo. It's actually good news. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 is delayed. Oh. Again. Oh. For the second time. Hmm. Probably the third time, actually, now mm. I'm thinking about it, uh, because this was announced... I want to say Cyberpunk was announced 2016. I'm I'm dead wrong about that. I can't remember when it was first, but it was announced a long time ago. I and only remember the last year's announcement. It was it, it was there. They they kind of said like, oh, CD Projekt Red, we have a new project, and it kind of looks like this. And then we get like a really cool trailer. Mm. Keanu Reeves is in it, and then it was delayed. Uh, yeah. So so yeah, uh, Cyberpunk 2077 delayed again. From September to November. Well, that's not too bad. Yeah. Uh, Just in time for the holidays, guys. Ah. Uh, so everyone's playing. Put but, it out right before the holidays. But this Ooh. is the second time this year because it was originally supposed to come out April 2020. Then it moved to September. Well, that one was understandable. Yeah. And then uh, it moved to November. And let me read this quote right here from their Twitter. But I just have the quote from the article, but it's from their Twitter post. If, by the way, uh, link down below. Uh, they also linked the tweet. So check it out. Uh, at the time, this is uh, CD Projekt Rat talking. Um, at the time we are writing these words, Cyberpunk 2077 is finished both content and gameplay wise. The company stated, but which, uh, but with such an abundance of content and complex systems interweaving with each other, we CD Projekt Red need to properly go through everything, balance the game mechanics, and fix a lot of bugs. So what they're doing, it sounds like they're just going to go through everything's finished. It's a yeah. complete game. They can ship it out tomorrow, apparently, but they want time to comb through everything there better not be a day one patch that's the thing like that's what i'm saying like this better not th there better not have to this better not come out glitchy it better not come out with a day one patch mm -hmm. this better be actually ready because this tells me that they didn't delay it because of the virus they delayed it because it was not ready in april yeah and that's the thing uh, yeah maybe oh yeah maybe huh weird but yeah that's the thing is that like you said, it doesn't sound like they're being perfectionists in the way Hideo Kojima is because Hideo Kojima treats his games like babies. Mm -hmm. uh, that they're they're never ready. It needs to be perfect. And he always just does finishing touches. Uh, it sounds like what uh, CD Projekt Red is doing is that, listen, we got the game. Mm -hmm. It's pretty big. It's a big game. Mm -hmm. We just want to know that there isn't going to be 
there's always going to be a day one patch, but is it going to be 11 gigabytes or just one gigabyte? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's uh, a difference. It yeah. still shouldn't be, though. There, there still should shouldn't. never. There should never be a game with a day one patch. No, never. Um, but that's the thing. It just sounds like they're just trying to comb through things and understand the game and... Um, I can applaud that. Yeah, no, I, I mean, we're always on the camp of releasing a fully finished game and not a buggy mess that's half mm-hmm. done and not ready. Plus, I will be busy with uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Remastered anyway in September, coming out September 7th. And um, Are we going to get Tony Hawk Pro Skater for my birthday? Is that your gift? What? No, no, me, 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 me. That's what I mean. Are yeah. you getting yourself what? Tony Hawk for my birthday? Your birthday is in August. Mm-hmm. Stay out of September. September doesn't want you. It is the you. last day of August. Okay, I get a little bit of September. Mm, Tony Hawk for me. But anyways. Jeez. I don't want to play Tony Hawk. Well, good. It's for me. Me, 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 me. And Cyberpunk, get out of here. No, go. Go away. Get out of September. Go to November. Did. Yeah, I know. And it was just like, oh, no, Tony Hawk's coming out. We can't compete with Tony Hawk. <laughs> okay. We better go to November okay. because Tony Hawk's coming. That's exactly out. why. <laughs> Not just Tony Hawk, a very the very first Tony Hawk that came out in '97, something like long, that. Long, long time ago. No, wait, what didn't come out? Anyways, but yeah, it can't compete. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you're here for Mr. Maddie plays. Uh, you're here. Yeah. But uh, what do you think about these gaming news? Uh, writing down in the comments down below, both the oh, all three. Star Wars Squadrons. Are you going to play it? $40. No microtransactions. Does that seem cool to you? Write it down below. Uh, Pokemon Snap. Is it going to be a sequel? Is it going to be the same exact game? What do you think? Put your uh, comments down below. And for CD Projekt Red to delay it, uh, is this a smart move? Do you really think it can't compete with Tony Hawk? I don't think it can. <laughs> uh, we all know that Tony Hawk's here. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm so stupid. Um <laughs> But yeah, write it all comments down below if you're watching us on YouTube. Uh, but you know, with all that said and done, we uh, Dan, <laughs> okay, dear. all that said and done, uh, we've got a special guest coming on. We do. Yeah, my boy Maddie, he's coming on. Yeah, I'm very excited. I know. Yeah, yeah, Maddie plays, and we're gonna be talking about uh, creating different kinds of di- gaming con- contents. There you go. Good job, Adam. Uh, but yeah, without you know, without delaying anything, you're here for him. You probably already fast forwarded to the next segment anyway, because you don't want to hear me talk. Uh, let's just bring him on, uh, Mr. Manny Plays. Hockey time! All right, everybody, we are back with our boy Manny from Mr. Manny Plays. I'm gonna join in this clapping. All right, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie, come on. You're about, you're about to be part of the show and you don't know how to clap? Come on, Maddie. I don't know how like sensitive my mic is compared to you guys, so I'm just giving a little <laughs> Maddie, you're here. You're on the show again. You're yes. second time. Uh last time was on I was just we were just talking about this. Episode 60. Wow. Which is nuts. But far too long. It has been far too long. I don't know. You keep dodging my calls or anything like that, oh my but goodness. <laughs> But uh, sorry, man. Busy guy. You're a busy guy. You know. <laughs> oh, Maddie, I also have this uh, buy mango. Uh, you want to? You want to give it a try? I would love to. Yeah. Quite frankly, because I just finished my water. Oh. And oh, I just no. realized, like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta be smart with how I speak this episode. <laughs> and plus, you were telling me how that drink coats your throat in a special way that uh, I really need for when I, I'm a screechy guy. I'm gonna be honest. Mm-hmm. So whenever <laughs> I'm streaming and stuff, have you tried I need, it a, I need, I need a drink that can just. Just get me going. 
But yeah, no, the coconut one, I, I definitely think you should try because I'm drinking the mango right now. It's a little bit more thin, but the coconut ones, they coat your throat really nice. I definitely recommend mm. it. See, my problem Not sponsored with, by Bai, by the way. <laughs> but if they want to. My problem with Bai is that it's almost too strong for me. Yeah. Like their flavors are very like, bam, mango. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't really? like it. For me, because I had don't like, listen to her, Maddie. It's, a, it's the, a good drink. Shush, I had the raspberry iced tea, and it was it almost tasted more like raspberry juice with tea, like it was okay. very fruity for mm. a raspberry iced tea. So kind of like, reminds me of uh, Nestle has this water, and it's like oh, we don't have sweeteners in it or anything, mm. and so it was like a grape flavored water. And I'm thinking it's going to be like the sparkling water where mm-hmm. you get a little taste, but you still know it's seltzer. And mm. I try this Nestle grape water, and it's like I'm drinking grape juice. It was in, oh it was insane. But see, in Jeez. my case, my mind was blowing. I was like, "This is great!" Oh no, yeah, it. that sounds amazing. <laughs> no, I love buys. They're, they're they're so good. Um, but before we get to our discussion, we have another talking point that we need to bring up. What's that? So we talked about Pokemon Snap in the in the uh, the yes. segment before. Yes. Oh yes, I told you that Maddie says that Pokemon Snap is trash, and we need to confirm. Maddie, did you say that Pokemon Snap is trash? Can confirm. Yeah. Oh no! What? <laughs> Why? Why is it trash? So my perspective is this, and yeah, don't don't worry. I've had this debate with my girlfriend, and I, <laughs> I didn't put my opinion out on Twitter because I know I'm very alone on this. Mm-hmm. But uh, the way I look at it is. Pokemon Snap is pretty much if you took out the, the the fighting, the exploration, and you just said, here's a camera, that's literally all it is. And it's a great chill game, I'm sure. But for me, I, I just can't warrant spending like $60 to walk around an island on rails and, and take little photos. I just think like it's one of the most uninventive ideas for a Pokemon game when you look at some uh, of the spinoffs, like yeah. the dungeon crawlers, the mm-hmm. turn-taken RPGs. Uh, you can play as like a ranger. Like there's so many cool ideas and they're like the most popular one or stadium. I, I forgot about that. Mm. And their most popular one is where, where you take photos. It <laughs> blows my mind. It really does. I know I'm so isolated <laughs> on that, but it really can, shocks me. I can agree with it not being worth $60. When it yeah. came out on the yeah. Nintendo 64, it was definitely not $60. It was $50. <laughs> it would have been really yeah, but I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking. Like in my perspective, I had that game, and we didn't have a ton of money. I just don't, unless someone else. Yeah, because he bought Pokemon Snap. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody caught on. Awesome. I can't. <laughs> it took me a sec. <laughs> uh, just giving the badge, comedy genius. Thank no. you very much. No, no, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it yeah. confirms that uh, Maddie needs a buy, and Maddie needs to be educated on Pokemon <laughs> Snap, but. It is what it is, but Maddie, we want <laughs> we wanted to bring you on because uh, you, of course, are a gaming YouTuber. Is that correct? Can we confirm? Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Dabble in makeup every now and then, but yeah, yeah you dabble in it <laughs> on the weekends. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> but I want to talk more about about creating different kinds of gaming content because uh, we talk about it all the time, right? Uh, that there's a certain aspect about starting a gaming channel. That has almost this expectation, right? That you need to be this certain way. You need to follow these rules to make a good gaming YouTube video or podcast. What's up, gaming podcast crew? But there needs to be uh, some kind of definition of creating something different, right? So let's start off our conversation by talking about the crowded market mm-hmm. in uh, the YouTube podcasting landscape. Uh, Maddie, on your opinion, right? Uh, coming close on that uh, 1 million subscriber counts real real close 
Um, but coming closer on that 400K, which, um, by the way, if you haven't subscribed to him, you're committing a crime. But <laughs> it's what it wow. is. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. I will arrest them all. But, Maddie, <laughs> on your opinion, how crowded is this market of the gaming YouTube landscape? Oh, man. Yeah, it, it's pretty packed now. There was a, a lull where you could get in. But what's interesting, I view it as it's crowded now, but there's always new games coming out. So there's new communities being formed and there's mm. people always looking for like a, <clears throat> a new leader for their respective communities. Mm -hmm. So while it is very crowded and joining something that already exists, like I really like persona. I'd love to be a persona YouTuber. You know, just like I said, as a hypothetical, mm -hmm. it's really hard to get in there because there's so many people already established, but there's new things coming out monthly and you can kind of become a leader of that. And it can segue into to other parts. But yeah, in, in answer to the question, it's, it's super crowded. It's hard to get started for sure. Yeah, I can attest to that because the reason why I liked having your perspective on this is because uh, you've quote unquote made it right. In, in my opinion, mm -hmm. uh, you've made it. You've you've gotten your niche, whereas we've only gotten the 70 uh, subscribers, 68. I'm sorry, but Close enough. you're all you're all uh, little gems in my eyes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it's this different contrasting uh, outlets, right, where uh, you would like to be that persona, by the way. Check out his video, uh, The Future of Persona, Masterpiece. Oh, you know? Thanks. Yeah, Mamma Mia, that's a spicy meatball. Persona. What? <laughs> but um, <laughs> but it's, this, it's, it's this really good video explaining the Persona universe. And it, it, like you said, it's crowded, but you have that, um, you have more of that, um, what do I want to say? I don't want to say leverage on YouTube because it's not like you have that. But Wait. Yeah, you have more of a way, whereas um, mm -hmm. I'm not trying to say it's easier for you. I'd say it is though. That's that's fair mm -hmm. to to swing into other areas when you already have like a a following. You get that yeah that natural. You know, it, you're kind of seeing because you mentioned the project. I'll use it as an example. The the future persona video, like it started off, you know, quite frankly, really bad. It was like we spent months on it, and it was two thousand in one day. Uh, yeah, but I think because of like two things. Number one, I have a check next to my name. We know. That, that carries a lot of weight. It really mm -hmm. does, sadly. And uh, it plays into the algorithm. I, I upload, you know, 10 plus minute videos every day. And, and since I've already established myself, it's definitely fair to say that now it's starting to pick up. It's nearing 20K at this point where, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's a little bit easier to definitely segue somewhere else. Um, obviously, if you like completely abandon, like if I started making Call of Duty videos, I don't think that would that would go too well. But mm -hmm. I think it's totally fair to suggest that, yeah, if you're like already somewhat relevant, I think would be the best word mm -hmm. to describe it, that you you can probably shift over a little bit easier. Yeah. Yeah. And not to say like automatically you got your subscribers because, yeah. uh, again, we were talking about this uh, before we recorded that, um, you know, I followed you since uh, 2015, about 2015, mm -hmm. 2016. And I remember that shift you took from Bethesda, where you were mostly Bethesda, and then you took a shift. Um, and we talked about this a little bit on the last podcast, but um, you took that shift into other games, right? And it, it was a little bit easier for you to get, not automatically, and we talked about it a little bit. You're still getting there. But uh, but yeah, once you have that check mark, the view count, the subscriber counts, you know, mm -hmm. you know it's, it's a credit market. But then for up and coming YouTubers like your boy, <laughs> uh, I still remember when the last time we had you on, we had one particular comment that said, 
man, uh, with the subscriber count and the view count, I thought this was going to be trash, but wow, you actually pulled it off. And I was like, oh, thank yeah, you. Gee, but thanks. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> question oh, mark. Yeah. Number one, ouch. Number two, <laughs> um, thanks. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it really is. Like if I made that same video, right, the meaning first of all, I know nothing about Persona, so it would be a garbage yeah. video. Uh, <laughs> second of all, like you would see the sub counts and you'd be like, it's probably going to be, you know, not that high quality, right? But it's still that crowded market that we all mm -hmm. have to go through. Like all of us have to go through. Uh, it doesn't matter if you have 68. What's up, boys? All 68 of you. They're uh, not all boys. What's up, um, people? There you go. What if there are, some of them are goats, though? Oh. Everyone. <laughs> group. Group? Group of goats. Got it. No, just group. You just You're called all of our subscribers goats. No, Good for you, you Liz. Did. But You're uh, an idiot. Uh, Maddie, back me up here. <laughs> I got you, man. Uh, thank Ladies. you, Maddie. Yeah. That's why me and Maddie are boys, but you know, is what it is. But um, Where's Floki? He loves me. Yeah, he's over there. But um yeah, no, uh that's that's the thing. It's a it's definitely that credit market that we have to get into, but by that crowded market, Maddie, you kind of picked up on this a little bit where, you know, you could make your own certain corner of the Internet. Let's say you want to become a persona gaming YouTuber, mm -hmm. right? When you become a cookie cutter persona, I don't know what that would look like, but I've seen it with um, even Bethesda cookie cutter or any kind of gaming, right? When you become that cookie cutter, I don't think that's really helping your odds either. You know, by following the rules of the algorithm, by following the rules of how videos are made. Mm -hmm. But again, I want to bring it back to Maddie because, you know, again, he's up there. But what what would you think about that? That uh, would you think that someone who's following the rules will make it easier or just somebody who's trying to do something different will cut that corner out of the crowd and make your own kind of uh, community? What do you think? You can only have so much foresight. I, I guess it depends on what you see yourself being happiest with. Some people really just want to grind to the top and be like millions and millions of fans. And I, I wouldn't mind hitting like a million subscribers, but I, I, I don't really desire two things out of this. Like one is mm -hmm. to be that multi-million follower channel. While as cool as it would be, I feel like it just wouldn't fit what I do and what I like mm -hmm. to do. The other is just like getting rich off of this. Like I just want to be enjoying what i do and and living comfortably doing that um to answer your question like i said i think it depends on the comfort level like if you want to rise to the top yeah you might want to cookie cutter it up a little bit you might want to follow the rules 10 mm -hmm. plus minute videos every single day uh put your face in your thumbnails put your face in your videos which i've recently learned in the last two months plays a really big factor uh that's mm -hmm. the other thing you gotta always be learning but if you're okay saying like you know we'll just keep rolling with the persona example I really like persona. I want to just do persona things and, and I'm happy doing let's plays and reviews and, and, and impressions and news updates and what have you on persona. And I'm happy being like 200,000, 300,000 subscribers, maybe even less than that, mm -hmm. you know, and it just stays as a hobby. Uh, you're kind of, you're in control of that much, at least like how, how, Yes. How far do you want to go? You can set that from the get go because mm -hmm. I think you'll know pretty quickly when you sit down to edit a video <laughs> after mm -hmm. spending a lot of time recording and everything. How much do I really like doing this part? Right. Mm -hmm. Because everyone sees the the finished product. They see the video of you like jumping around, having a good time or being real with the audience and all that stuff. They see the finished product, but they don't sometimes 
and, and people are more knowledgeable about it, but they don't see everything that goes into making it. Mm-hmm. And so yes. I guess it, I think uh, in a long winded response, sorry, I just think it's about what you're, you're willing to accept really. No. Yeah. And, and go for it for the long winded responses. I mean, People are only here for Maddie. They're not really here for me. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Uh, as I said, not true. You know how you don't even include me that you're like, oh, yeah, they're not here for me. They're like, nah, whatever about well, Liz. No one needs, no f- one's here for Liz. To be fair, I'm an only child. So everything is all about but me. But you've come so far. I have, but don't, I, I, I don't re- backslide. I have to backslide. But why? Uh, because I'm an only child. It, I know. It's in my nature. But <laughs> it is what it is. We'll get you trained one day. Oh, thank you. <laughs> But uh, where was I going to go with that? Um, yeah, no, uh, what you were saying with that, uh, by the way, with the whole editing thing, I felt that. I felt that hard because um, <laughs> when we um, when we were making the big video essays, mm-hmm. right, they literally took a month for us. And it was just we filmed for one day for maybe an hour, maybe two hours if we were yeah. just like really hard on ourselves. And then the rest of that time was just editing. All editing. And you see this 20-minute video. It's just like, oh, yeah, why, why did it take a month? I'm like, well, one, full-time jobs. Yeah. And two, yeah, it just the editing can di- just take so much work. Especially when you put in the green screen aspect. Like, that makes it mm-hmm. even longer. Like, this past skit that we did took me longer than other one yeah. because I had to deal with blending in the green screen mm-hmm. which is not yeah. fun yeah, yeah. That's messing. i don't know what settings are in you guys said you use premiere pro right mm-hmm. yeah you're a vegas man yeah i'm a savvy mm. vegas man so like <laughs> the settings they have when you do the chroma key is like high threshold low threshold and mm-hmm. oof, and blur and that's really all you've got to work oh with to goodness. like what get you need to get premiere out. Maddie, yeah. get Premiere Pro. Because in Premiere Pro, so you do. There's different keys. There's color key, ultra key, other keys. I don't know how to use. Mm-hmm. And but they have. Then they have like. Um, they have a bunch of. It's like you can control the shadows, the highlights, the mm-hmm. like. You can choke and soften and. Yeah. Desaturate wow. and luminescence and every it has so much. Yeah. So much wow. control. That, is, that sounds nice. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Because uh, you make your thumbnails off of um, uh, Photoshop, I, I'm guessing, right? Yeah, I'll take. I it's funny. I wonder if anyone ever like looks at them and thinks of the process. I'll literally like stand against a blank wall, yeah, get into a pose of some kind, like oh, I'm pointing over here, and then <laughs> literally drop that whole photo in Photoshop and lasso tool myself out and clean up any edges with the eraser. Wait, Matt, are you shadow. are you telling me you're not using the pen tool? No, why? Oh man. No, it, I'm old school. I think yeah. that's part of my issue. I'm old school. <laughs> yeah, right. No, no, they they look good though. They, they I'm 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 not just saying that because you know fan and also boys, but you know that's the thing. Like your thumbnail stuff also mm-hmm. ev- evolved too, and even that doing a different kind of thumbnail. Yeah, right. I can be dangerous too. Yeah, I yeah, think of that. yeah. I mean, you know, lassoing it back to the topic at hand. Oh, oh. I, wow, you're on a roll tonight. Yeah, Whoa, someone's calling me. Podcast Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, my hello? goodness! Yes, I will gladly be in their hall. What, is it, what do your puns have to do with oh, podcasting? Hold on, my wife is nagging me. <laughs> I'm gonna kick you. <laughs> oh no! Um, but yeah, no. Um, talking about the different thumbnails, <laughs> Maddie. I still remember when you were doing thumbnails and you included the Pip Boys or uh, the Vault Boy. Vault Boy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Pip Boy is the 
little bad boy that goes on your wrist. There you go. But uh, I remember you put the vault boy in, and I remember you made a point that you put those vault boys in because that signified a Maddie thumbnail, right? Mm. That yeah. When, yeah, when people put that in, you know, oh, I, I know that. That's Maddie right there. And then you went, uh, you transitioned your thumbnails even uh, to make that different corner instead of just... Um, you know, oversaturized, you know, putting the, the Fortnite XPs all over your, you know, it's a, even the thumbnails can be a little bit different. Um, Maddie, talk about your process in making thumbnails other than uh, yeah, the lasso well. tool. <laughs> it's one of my favorite parts. I, I know a lot of mm-hmm. people like dread the thumbnail creation. I like it. Uh, I, and it's probably because it's like you mentioned, I've changed them up so many times. Uh, the, the format I have now, I'm probably going to stick with. But yeah, I did the Vault Boy for a while. And the Vault Boy kind of had the same theme I do with my face now and like what I'm pointing at or whatever or my expressions in general, just because I'd always find a Vault. Like my, my theory was always there's a Vault Boy for everything. Um, and so I kind of just have that mindset now when I make my thumbnails. But um, it, what's sad about thumbnails is sometimes that will determine your video success. Like mm-hmm. your video can be top notch, but just about catching someone enough people's eye Mm -hmm. Uh, and so my big persona project you know we we finished the script right we spent months working on that getting the gameplay going back and forth with his editor for about a week straight uh and and like he's getting it ready the the night before we were he was uh rather he was rendering it the night before it launched and my friends and i were like oh my god a thumbnail and so uh, yeah, yeah, my yeah. mindset for a project like that was, okay, we need to do something different. If I just have me pointing at like personas box art, like that's, it's just another Maddie video um, yes. or it's more of what you you've expected and has, have seen and that's fine, but this video is different. So you have to have that mindset for me, at least I have the mindset of like, how do you portray what this is fairly to your audience mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. without making them feel ripped off because the worst thing is getting hate clicks a lot of people even like larger youtubers which you know you could see just by easily looking at their channel mm-hmm. will like pretty much trick or like carefully label their videos to like tiptoe around what actually is happening but it it garners more views and you know maybe that's a key to like quick dead sub growth but like i'm just all about the the organic process of like interacting with them like getting them involved and not just what i'm doing in that video but more and then like maybe streams that type of stuff but anyway i'm getting off topic when it comes to creating thumbnails i originally had the the template of kind of like a folded letter i'd call it like you'd have the banner at the top it would have the game or mm-hmm. the company and then i have a little like uh box of text saying just a quick thing like tons of new information or just something like that and uh, a nice screenshot on the right. It was a good presentation, but that was when I, I, I definitely felt like it portrayed to the viewer instantly what it was, and you knew it was my video. But mm-hmm. it definitely felt cookie cutter. That was my issue. I was like, okay, I'm putting in a logo, text. What picture is has a character on the right side of it? And that was literally it. And um, eventually, I just started to adopt the mindset of getting some scenery from whatever game I'm talking about. So today, I did a cyberpunk video, so I got Night City. Mm-hmm. I, you know i dimmed the background a little bit i put my face to you know I, I was for for unlike many people i was disappointed in the delay i was in the a state of like all right like i understand why it's happening i'm fine it's happening i'm glad the game will be better but the delay but for two months it's yeah. just like it's yeah. a kick in the mouth 
exactly and it's so it, in the scheme of things it's so soon when everyone was expecting september so i found it disappointing so my face was just like straight in the thumbnail I'm like okay now people know it's disappointment they know what they're getting into they know this is my response emotionally to the news and then i put like a little picture of what i'll be re referencing the logo and just a little text and so ultimately my process is just how do you not overcrowd it over overdo it uh, where you, you look like a Photoshop montage of just like you're just throwing everything in there, uh, but making keeping it clean. Like, I definitely don't mm -hmm. look like a whiz in Photoshop, but I just have enough to like visually identify what you'll be watching and and kind of what to expect. That's that's overall my process. Yeah, I don't think enough people understand the struggle yeah. of trying to make that thumbnail because mm -hmm. like like what you say, like especially for your audience who want to make sure that they know that they're clicking on a Maddie video, but mm -hmm. portraying the right way. Me, on the other hand, I'm trying to get through that with a thumbnail that pops, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And even this last video, um, if Halo 2 was made in 2020, uh, go check it out if you haven't. Mm -hmm. But uh, oh, thank you. But from the expert over here. Um, <laughs> but, um, no, like with that, you know, I showed Liz, I'm like, what do you think of this? She's like, that's good. I'm like, I need to be a little bit smaller. Like I will mm -hmm. go through like the height and where I am and even the inner glow of where I am. And yeah. I'm just like, it's still not perfect, but it portrays yeah. the right thing. But it's really funny. Cause, um, I'll take maybe five to 10 pictures of myself you know, doing different. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah, right? It's just like yeah. you always take that different one and you're just scrolling through yourself yeah. like a weirdo. And I'm just like, <laughs> this yeah. is the face. I like my face here. <laughs> like, you're um, not wrong, though. Yeah, right. you mentioned something uh, interesting hmm. when you talked about, like, asking Liz. And I, I was thinking to myself, what I always do, because I don't live with my girlfriend yet, is mm -hmm. I'll... Now I'm a little more confident in my process, but when I was transitioning around April into putting my face in things and do I look like too much of your, because we talked a little bit about cookie cutting and you can even do that in your thumbnails where like every thumbnail you're like, Oh, like, you know, that type of stuff. Yes. <laughs> definitely want to steer away from there's a stereotype there. I think people know I put effort into my thumbnails because I have like a different outfit on every time. And I'm like mm -hmm. gesturing towards whatever's happening, but I will always take a picture of my thumbnail and, and send it to Laylee. I'll always see, you know, what she thinks of it. Cause it was her idea in the first place. A lot of people are like, Maddie, you're doing a great job. Cause you're interacting more and your face is there more. And you know, your thumbnails are great. I'm like, hats off to my girlfriend. She is the one who really like fixed me. And if I'm honest, cause I'd complain to her so much. And mm -hmm. I'd be like, I don't get why this isn't doing well. I don't get this. What's happening. I'm upset. And she's like, did you try putting your face in? No. Yeah. <laughs> Try it. Stubborn me. No, it's not the way. I got mm -hmm. I can be a microphone guy. It's fine. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> so, you know, I, th that's one thing that you could definitely do if you're like an up and coming creator. Your thumbnail is really as important as the, as the video. Mm -hmm. It's sad. It's a sad reality, but yeah. It's true. And, you know, it could go for you, Adam, like when you're making a thumbnail if you want to send it my way, like just ref just saying like, "Hey, does this catch your eye?" Mm -hmm. Cuz I just have this natural instinct when I'm scrolling to be like, okay, did that get me to stop and be like, what is that? That's all you mm -hmm. want. You just want them to pause. Exactly. And, uh, so I just, I send them to my girlfriend all the time to the point where she's probably annoyed and regrets <laughs> telling me what to do with my thumbnails. Well, that's <laughs> the thing. The job. <laughs> that's the thing. And like, you know, a little behind the curtain for you, for you boys. Uh, but like, I get 
super, super, super hard on myself. Like, mm-hmm. that's the thing. It's not that I, I'm not my own worst critic, but I am, though. You low, are. Low but key. that's not the point. <laughs> but, like, I totally compete against myself. I don't yeah. compete about against any other YouTuber. Mm-hmm. I compete against myself. And so when I, the only reason why I only show Liz it and not my other friends the thumbnails is only because, like, they say anything negative in the wrong way. And I get he'll think about it for the next month. I will like I will Uh lose sleep. And it's just like that's the thing. It's not that I'm hard on myself. It's like I lost to myself. Yeah. Like that's the thing. It's just like I'm super, super competitive, which is why your boy doesn't really play competitive basketball anymore because um uh Liz pointed out that I get a little bit scary. But here I am. I'm friendly now. Hey. (laughs) But (laughs) no, I get But no, I get super, super competitive, and it's really only to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I get that with some people that just like YouTube can be a competition for them, and it really shouldn't be in the way they're thinking of it. Like, yes, you're trying to break through, mm-hmm. but if you're trying to like, let's say I'm trying to compete against Maddie. Uh, first of all, I would lose. Second of all, uh, <laughs> it's just like I don't know. I don't like. I'm super competitive, but if I start to think of the channel as competing against Maddie to differentiate myself, yeah, then I'll start to follow what Maddie's doing, and I won't mm-hmm. be differentiating myself because the okay. sooner, yeah, like if you start to, you know, compete against somebody else, you're inevitably going to steal from their playbook, and that's the thing. I'm going to start making Maddie mm-hmm. thumbnails and you know, using lasso tools. And stuff. What? <laughs> but that's the thing. Yeah. Does that make sense at all? Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. I mean, I've I've been caught in that that yeah. mindset, man. Like where where I'll be in the same community as someone, seeing what they're doing, and you're not like directly competing with them, but you know you're in the same audience, and mm-hmm. if they're doing really well, and maybe you're not doing as well, like mm-hmm. like you said, taking from the playbook, almost seeing what they're up to without like directly ripping them off and i've been the victim of complete ripoffs of either statements or Mm -hmm. or like direct quotes or like thumbnails or videos like i've seen it all man and like it's it's ridiculous um but yeah like it's it's that's the issue is that it's hard to like try to inspect your fellow creator Mm -hmm. and go uh and, and and just keep an even mind with yourself, at least for me, and go like, all right, it's not a competition. Like, just you know, that's why I focus on a lot of my own content, uh, just because I feel like once I start to go out and, and and like look at other things, I start to think of what I'm not doing, and I start to forget that I'm doing either just fine or enough, or I lose focus of like big projects. Like, just you know, that's how I become my worst enemy because. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you almost comparison will make you forget your own success. So yes, it's one of those things where you can stumble easily. And I've I've gradually like tore it out of my system almost forcefully because I just think it's like it's such a bad habit to have to to be like you can't like I want to be the guy and I I am now but like I wasn't where it was like really hard for me to be like oh like hats off like this person's doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me it was like why am I not doing well? And that's selfish, you know. And so it's a little bit hard to break out of that comparative game. But I I I think pretty much every every creator has to struggle with it whether it's comparing against themselves which that's kind of my game now or or comparing against their 
their their fellow uh, fellow creators, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I like that term, you know, your fellow creators, not yeah. your competition. Yeah, I think Twitch is a lot more of a competitive mindset than YouTube because you're really competing for people to get on your live stream, mm-hmm. like right now. Mm-hmm. But in terms of uh, YouTube and podcasting, you know, people it's, can watch multiple yeah. YouTubers. Yeah, no, it's just like um, it, it really comes down to you know uh, building that trust with your community, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you were saying something, Maddie, and it just like came to think of something. I can't remember what I was thinking about, but it happens a lot when I'm, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm only halfway through my buy, so yeah, brain's not working well, but. Uh, but no, like really good points though. In, in terms of like competing, you you're almost become your worst enemy at that point instead of mm-hmm. like building off of your success. Like right now, I'm having a lot of fun um, just having only 68 subscribers because yeah, I feel like the struggle for having that big of an audience and trying to switch into something uh, different, right? Mm-hmm. And trying to slice yourself out is that your audience subscribed for something. Yeah. Whereas me, we can, can still do. play with what we're doing, figure out what we really want to do, what we enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, so, I don't know why this video is doing so well. Well, well, for our standards. Yeah. But the Life is Strange ranked video. Well, you know why that's doing I well. I know People why. People love ranked videos. Yeah, the algorithm loves ranked videos. But it, mm. it just keeps coming up and they keep commenting and they keep subscribing. I'm like. That's literally this isn't the, what we do. Yeah, that's literally the only ranked video. And we did it on a whim. That's yeah. fantastic. And I hate ranking games too. Like we I, made I call them necessary evils. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. Yeah. I'm just like, great. I hate ranking videos, but this is the best one doing it. Yeah. And that's the thing. Yeah. Like, you really could just go off of your most trending video. Mm-hmm. And you could. You could yeah. do that. But like we made that video and we had to struggle even making that list mm-hmm. we could just you know hate ourselves and just go for it but we know that doing stupid sketches where i have a mustache and i hand master chief a butter knife that's the video i want to make <laughs> that's what we want to do exactly <laughs> but um no yeah it's but i have that freedom now like we both have that freedom mm-hmm. that we can just do whatever we want yeah but like as soon as you hit that subscriber count like you, you almost have to stick to a path. It's mm-hmm. it's it's weird, but like if you really want to cut your own corner of the internet, it's almost like a, a better advantage for people who don't even know who you are. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, no, like it's it's definitely a blessing, and that's why we like play around with what we want to do. Yeah, like this next next sketch video, uh, is definitely going to be different, and I'm yes. very much looking forward to it. But um. Yeah, it's my it might have a special it cameo. It'll be interesting. It is gonna be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, no, uh let me yeah, well, yeah, we're we're at a good time uh time frame here, and then we'll talk a little bit more. But I want to get into some social media answers about cookie cutter gaming channels and then maybe like closing out with some like other points with here. Uh but I asked you on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. By the way, if you want to follow us on Twitter, hi. How you doing? Uh, my name is Adam, and uh, we're on Twitter at Gaming Groceries, but we're also on Instagram. What? What's the Instagram? Uh, I don't know. 
No, you're right. It is. It's Games and Groceries, all one word. But check us out on Facebook. How do you find us on Facebook? Just type in Games and Groceries. Yeah, just type in Games and Groceries uh, into that uh, wastebasket of a social media platform. But but also entertaining. I love that name. <laughs> it's one of my favorite names, man. I just I, I love it. It stuck out immediately. Like when you would like tweet at me, I'd see it and be like, man, I, I like that name. Like Games that's and groceries. As, as a as a uh, a forty year old living in a twenty four year old's body, I just <laughs> I it to you guys. By the way, but I'm just saying, like I love grocery shopping and and all that. Oh like, yeah, cooking and stuff. Like it's just fun adult things that I'll probably abhor down the line. But for now, I like them. <laughs> and that's the thing. That's why I liked naming it that before we even named it. And that's the other thing. We we focused on the name catching you and sticks with you. It's not too complicated, um, but it also, you know, differentiates yourself. And I wanted to be, I don't know if it's an alliteration. Maybe I just failed English, but I wanted something that's GG or games and something. And you immediately stick to it. Yeah. We're adults. We're adult gamers. It's a yin yang kind of situation where you What's have the biggest adult responsibility groceries also hospital bills hooray games and hospital bills hospital all the time well i need to but uh (laughs) i asked you on twitter and instagram and facebook um what do you define as a cookie cutter gaming channel and we have some answers uh absolute prodigy garbage human being says when they add a cookie cutter to it and to which i replied with a resonant boo absolute prodigy he was on <laughs> he was on the last podcast he's a good friend of mine so uh, so you can say that i can say that if it was a fan and i did that <laughs> oh my goodness if it was nikki and i did that oh no you um, can't boo nikki i can't boo nikki she can say whatever she wants which uh actually brings me to at commander nikki she says uh when i say what makes a cookie cutter gaming channel she says i understand that the newest AAA title will pull in the most views but that often ends up with having many channels looking like the same, like uh, like made with a cookie cutter. And what she means by that is that this is why I love they have the same like layout mm-hmm. of the way the the show goes. Yeah, and the reason why I love the vidIQ tool is before mm-hmm. you even make any kind of title, it will immediately tell you like how much competition is on that. So, yeah. sure, let's say. I don't know, the latest uh, AAA to release or the newest game, uh, Mass Effect Trilogy Remaster. That's coming out soon, right? I hope so. But mm, I hope so, too. Yeah, right? <laughs> Ooh, uh, getting hot in here. So. Yeah. Freaking <laughs> EA play. But <laughs> but let's say Star Wars Squadrons, right, yeah. comes out. And sure, that's going to get you attention. But guess what? That's also the plan of so many other channels. Yeah, exactly. That becomes, you know, I remember the last podcast that you did for Ham Radio and you were talking about how you want to either review Persona 4 Golden or what was the last of us part two? The last of us part two. You're right. And you knew that the best way to do as Persona 4 Golden was going to be the best one because that's. Got you out of the cookie yeah. cutter, whereas everybody's going to be doing Last of Us Part Two. Everybody, mm-hmm. but what mm-hmm. what do you say to that? Yeah, that's that's where you kind of get to a point where you know your audience. Like, <clears throat> I don't say this is like a, a flex of any kind, but I kind of know my audience now. When I'll stream Dragon Age Inquisition and we'll like hit two hundred and five live viewers, and I'm just like, this mm-hmm. game's from 2014. 
granted, I've been very vocal on my dislike for it, so I'm sure a lot of people were very excited to just see me play it and see how I react to it again. Um, but you know, that's where you kind of learn your your niche a little bit, and mm-hmm. um, you know, and just identify your audience. Uh, it, it, that's what's so important about it is trying to trying to make sure that you're you don't want to confine yourself, but like you're loosely within some realm of similarity between everything. Like mm-hmm. persona is yeah. Like very like Japanese heavy. It's very like goofy, but it's still a role-playing game. You know, mm-hmm. it's a JRPG. I'm more of a Western RPG guy, but it's still a RPG. It still fits into that blending of content. Like I like to think of it as if someone took a sheet and just like rolled it out. And it was that whole video list that you see when you click on someone's video section on the channel that like everything would fit into what I think in my head when I think of my channel, my channel, I think RPGs. And so Mm. when I roll out that sheet, everything there should try to represent that idea some way, shape or form. Obviously sometimes it's like, let's talk about the PS five event. Let's talk about EA play, that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's all about just like identifying your audience, which it sounds hard at first, but Mm -hmm. it's as simple as really like for me, at least just looking at the view count and knowing like, Oh, this is a, a weird one-off like when my last of us part two mm-hmm. coverage did well that's not an rpg like yeah it's a post-apocalyptic game i guess and you could connect fallout to that but that's just like i feel like it's such a reach it's just like okay cool this did well mm-hmm. whereas like talking about borderlands 3 it's like yeah this is an rpg and i'm an rpg guy like this should do well this should fit so mm-hmm. i think it's a lot of just audience identification did i properly answer that i don't know i feel like i know like mm-hmm. as soon as you said that it's going to like my kind of struggle because I know my audience is a life is strange audience. Oh yeah. Oh, I know straight up, uh, which is why it was such a blessing to have Dan Hutton on the show. Mm-hmm. My goodness. Um, she even asked on the podcast, like, I don't know, has any of your audience uh, beaten uh, life is strange before I say anything? I'm like, um, if they haven't, sure. I don't know why they're listening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like I know it is. And we're, the two sketches that we did so far have been Xbox related. Mm-hmm. And I know that. But for a reason, uh, reason being is that I do what I want. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I have life is strange, uh, ideas in my head, but I want to do them justice. And so I just, and throw... we're still working on it. Right. Yeah. So I knew the Xbox ones wouldn't do so well, but they were just kind of like, let me stretch out. Let me do, you know, a little bit of like work before I really get into you know, life is strange. I have one concept about the controller as a potato, and it's just so bizarre that I'm just like... You are so excited for that video. I'm very excited, but I want to do it justice so much. But uh, yeah, but that's the thing. It's like I want to stretch before I do it justice. But at the same time, I know if I want to do those videos well, I have to recognize my audience as a Life is Strange audience, right? Uh, Same thing for you, you know recognizing that as an rpg uh Mm -hmm. audience but uh let me go into the last answer that i have uh first off uh when i tweeted out uh but we want to hear from you we'll always try to uh we'll also try to define cookie cutter gaming channels but how do you define them let's hear your thoughts and i even put in the there uh put in a tweet big rule of thumb do not add other gaming channels if you think that they're gaming channels, like cookie cutter channels. That's not what this is about. Yeah. So it brings me to this first one. Rainbow Road Podcast uh, puts in, frantically checks your replies to make sure we're not on there. Sighs of relief because I remember no one listens to us anyway. 
<laughs> no. That's so sad. <laughs> no, they're super awesome. Uh, it's actually they're they're two uh gay gamers, right? They call themselves mm. gamers, and I'm like. Uh-huh. I am a big fan of puns, so put any pun in front of me, you want me instantly. So he doesn't care what yeah. you're talking about. I don't care what you're talking about. You <laughs> do it. Yeah, you could insult me through a through a pun, and you've won yeah, me over. Oh, best friends, best friends. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so check them out, Rainbow Road Podcast. Uh, but they also say, seriously though, a cookie cutter game channel will only. And I like this answer a lot, by the way. Uh, will only cite the emotions of excitement, boredom. They will never go into a, how a game truly makes them feel, anything mm-hmm. of the in-between. They'll only go on the extremes, like excitement, boredom. Bonus points for talking about graphic fidelity and frame rate and never once mentioning design and aesthetics. Mm. So I like what he's saying there is that he's going on the extremes, right? But never going in depth. Yeah. Like but, really um, hitting what their personal opinion, mm-hmm. like deep connection with it is right yeah and that's the thing is that like the the other reason why i loved your video of you know the future of persona is that you could tell exactly mm-hmm. how maddie felt in that video you know yeah. how like his love for persona yeah i know nothing about persona yeah and i felt like i was educated yeah because he went in depth you yeah. know oh maddie hi how you doing uh, i forgot you were there <laughs> but <laughs> um but maddie what do you think about that statement um yeah it actually got me thinking like i took pause while you were talking i was just like hmm you know that those are the types of comments i like to read because it makes me it doesn't attack the creator it makes me think am i doing that Mm -hmm. like even there i had to take a moment to think like am i doing that and honestly i'm guilty of sometimes just hitting the extremes for sure Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. um does that instantly make anyone cookie cutter no sometimes a game isn't, I don't know how to word it, but like relevant enough or have you, do you have enough interest in it to, mm-hmm. to dive that deep? Or do you feel like, let's say I'm making a review. Yeah. And you know, if it's, if I'm reviewing it and saying like, it's a poor game and like, it's because of frame drops, I'll mention the frame drops, but if like the frame rate's steady and I'm going to tell people to buy it, I'm probably not going to tell you like the FPS. Like it's, it's just one of those things. Like I'll just be like, it runs fine. Yeah. So it's, yeah, that's interesting. That's a good way of putting how a cookie cutter channel is. Yeah. And I don't know what I could really add to such like a well said statement yeah. other than other than just wholehearted agreement that yeah you don't th- those are the things you want to avoid yeah like all extremes mm-hmm. and because I'm guilty of it a lot of people call me cut cookie cutter when I was younger because I mean part of it was I was probably not uh, old enough to understand a, a new level of complexity but mm-hmm. I was just like hype man and yeah. only like and when I say hype man like everything was sick everything was cool like everything's great there was no like nuance no criticism involved it was either like i'm hyped or watch me rage over this fallout mod like mm-hmm. it was just one or the other so it's a that's a, a perfect way of saying it it's a game of extremes for sure yeah we talked about this last time you were on the podcast and i don't mean to bring this up but i remember being there when you transitioned and really the one thing that's you know the one and only thing i'm sure there was many other factors but when rags made that video about you Mm-hmm. I remember watching that live and I remember watching your reaction to it and you started to think about it and I started to see older Maddie, you know, come out of a shell, right? Because I'm, you know, quite a bit older. I'm You're not that <laughs> much older. Um, but I am older and I just started to see that like, man, when I was his age, you know, I probably would have done the same thing. Yeah. But 
not the reaction. I think when if Rags would have made it made a video about me, uh, please don't, by the way, Rags, if you're watching this. But <laughs> um, I feel like if I was your age at that time, which you would have been 20. I I was, yeah, just just about 20. Yeah. Yeah. If I, I was. That was around. I want to say fall of 2016. Yeah. So I was like 20. Mm hmm. Like just around 20 or 19 one or the other i was young <laughs> yeah you were you were younger and if i was that age and i had you know someone call me out i would have taken it personally oh my i would have goodness been, yeah would have been horrible yeah and like now that i'm nearing 30 you know coming closer to the grave oh my goodness. um you know i start to see things less personally but at the same time the way you handled it and i'm not trying to hype you up you know uh because i'm yeah, no I longer know. a fan of you anymore but you know <laughs> but um, but that's the thing. I started to see that that was when Maddie kind of changed her perspective mm -hmm. and he started to say, right. maybe I am hyping things up. Maybe I do need to, you know, get out of that. And I'll say it once again. And, uh, I said this on the last podcast. If you, uh, by the way, if you're watching this or listening and you keep bringing up, uh, the near perfect review, uh, good job. Uh, great pulling up old memes. Wow. So creative. <laughs> Maybe, uh, get out of your mind. I saw someone bring it out today as an insult. I was just like, man, like I'm not annoyed. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, every time I see a dude in the cons, I'm like, like every time you, uh, do a review and it's like, oh, this is a near perfect guy. I'm like, Good job. Yeah. Wow. Way to stay relevant. Golf clap for them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you probably still do the the top text, bottom text memes. Good job for you. But <laughs> yeah, uncivilized swine. But anyways, uh, but that's the thing is that we need to understand that there's those two extremes. And mm -hmm. I liked what he said. By the way, Rainbow Road podcast. Uh, I liked what he had to say a lot because it, it struck me deep too. It's like, am I doing extremes even with comedy videos? Mm -hmm. Right. You can be that cookie cutter in a comedy, right? Yeah. Uh, I even saw it in the very first one at the end of that uh, segment. Um, uh, if Game Pass is a person. Yeah. Immediately saw Caleb City. And I was mm. like, oh, man. Like, it was funny. I'm a comedic genius, but it was still Caleb City-esque. I think when you're first mm -hmm. starting something, especially a new project, you tend to go on what you watch because that's mm -hmm. how you learned how to do it. You're like, all right, so this is kind of how it works. Yeah. So, like, I know when we first started, we always kept falling into the no. Mm -hmm. We oh, always yeah. are falling into, like, the no format. We're like, we need to stop this. Like, because uh, I think that's part of it. That when you're first starting, you kind of feed off of what you watch a lot. You just remind me of the one video that we were just. It was oh, so bad. My God. I want to I wanna private that video <laughs> so much, but it's part of our history. And I'm just like, I hate it so much. If you want to see um, anybody watching and you want to just shame me, it's the uh, Cyberpunk is coming out with three different games video. Oh, my God. I want to die every time I see it. It's a horrible video. It is. <laughs> so um, but, yeah. So, um, yeah. Wrapping things up. Um, yeah. You know, kind of closing thoughts here. I just want to go through my notes, make sure that I didn't want to hit anything that I wanted to hit. We're making something different. How can we be? Good job, Adam. You're um you're a professional podcaster and you don't need to review you're your notes. You're sitting there reading your notes. Yeah. What <laughs> what did I have to say here? Um hmm. Oh, I missed everything. Oh yeah, cool. But no, basically, yeah. Just wrapping up our thoughts here. When we want to make something different, we want to make something new, right? That's fine, right? But what are your intentions? Right? Mm -hmm. Uh you know, you want to be that different personality, 
But I like what you said, Maddie. You know, is it because of the viewer count or is it because you want to create something? Yeah. Right. And I think everything out of all these things we talk about, the thumbnails, the way the video is, um, projects like the persona video that you made, right? And many more like that. Or or that um Fallout Fallout uh, New Vegas video that you made in mm. front of the yeah, green screen. Yeah, yeah. That that was different, right? Yeah. And I think what it comes down to is your desire and passion to create, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I don't think that making some difference, right? It should be leading to like, excuse me, burp gang, oh uh, hashtag burp gang. But it shouldn't be leading to like, whoa, which one's going to get me the more views? Yeah. We wanted to do the sketch videos because I want to do that. Like it sounds yeah. way more exciting to yeah. me. Um or even the video essays that we did before, it's just kind of like we wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just comes from a passion to create, right? Yeah. Rather than like, man, we only have 68 subscribers, which all of you are gems. Uh, we only have 68 subscribers. So how can we get 68,000? We need to make a video. Who cares? They'll come when they come. They'll come when they come. I just want to create. We're on this platform to create because we have this desire, this deep desire mm-hmm. to be you know, letting out a creative outlet. Um, Lizzie, uh, any thoughts on that? Lizzie? Lizzie. Maddie, ever... Lizzie, Adamy. Lizzie. <laughs> <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> uh, any closing thoughts? Um, not really. I don't know. I didn't say much during this video, so I don't have, I don't know. I don't have thoughts. What I have about no idea. your process to <laughs> do something different in editing? Because the one thing that everybody applauds you on uh, is the skateboarding video that we did. Uh, is skateboarding coming back? And the one thing, oh. the one thing I'll bring up is the um, multiple atoms on my mustache. <laughs> that, that was so fun. That was my idea too. That was your idea. <laughs> and I was just like, that's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. And I'm like, don't worry, it's gonna be great. And it was hilarious and I love it and I giggle every time. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like you had this desire to make this weird concept of my multiple heads on my mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta see this. <laughs> you didn't watch that? You're not a you're not a <laughs> I told you whenever it comes to my sub box, I'm on it. <laughs> Yeah, right. No, it's we were talking last night. The scub sub boxes were 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 skunking me, man. They were yeah, a weird, weird thing. Maybe. And maybe we'll talk about this afterwards. Uh, but it's funny that you brought up that only half the people watching you only are ha- like half the people are not subbed. Mm-hmm. Weird thing is, same for me, and same thing for Agent Zero Zero. There seems to be this kind of phenomenon going on that a lot of people are facing this half. Or not so, it is very weird, and I want to get to the bottom of it, but maybe at another point. I need your tinfoil hat. Yeah. And the way I look at that is, I, I feel like it's because because I'm guilty of it too. I, mm-hmm. I that's I I always just try to insert myself into like what would I be doing if I were watching, and sometimes I'll just find videos mm-hmm. and they'll just serve the purpose of like I'm interested in this topic or or this yeah. guide, and mm-hmm. boom, watch done. Yeah, I mean, yeah. not subscribing. Uh, even if the conversation's good, and I'm like, wow, it's a good video. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, yeah. what's sad is I almost feel like subscriber numbers, part of the reason why it's hard to crack through is like subscriber numbers are so, they're like more of a, you use them in like emails with, with like business partners going like, oh, hey, you know, I have, I have like not a subscriber, but like, here's my general baseline of, of people I can offer to be interested in your product. Uh, but the, it's not like, 
mm-hmm. back then where people were subbing up a storm. You know, you'll still see that like Review Tech USA. I like his channel a lot. He recently posted a thing showing like, you know, he's got like 870,000 subscribers. And in the mm-hmm. last week, he went up like 10, 15K. Some like I saw huge that. Leap. Good so, for him. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I like him a lot. So I'm happy he did. And And you just see large leaps like that that are possible but they're not like as frequent you know i haven't really seen one since right when fallout 4 was revealed there was like a 10k leap i remember like day of 10k i just remember thinking like this is like a video game to me it's just yeah yeah, you see like the number going up and it's just like hard to really process so um sorry i don't mean to drag on the show at the end here just i feel like no go uh, for it it, man it's 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 very easy to 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 get fixate on that sub number even i like i really want to break the 300k barrier like this year mm-hmm. and there's a chance i don't i you know i don't say that of like you know i feel bad for myself or oh, i can't do it uh there's just a chance i don't because of how youtube is now it's about like how do you bring in your audience how do you use the algorithm how do you use tags thumbnails mm-hmm. like it's about the tool set rather than the the base you build up it's and mm-hmm. You know, naturally, you'll like for you guys, right? You were mentioning 68. Like, you'll naturally, like, you'll build that up. There's no doubt. But thank you, man. It's like how exclude, how exclusive. (laughs) I got the EA play in my mind. How explosive (laughs) will it be? Um, Yeah. So yeah, it's 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 a very different beast now than how it used to be. And I like what Roberto Blake once said. Uh, He he brought up three YouTubers. You know, PewDiePie. and the other ones. <laughs> this is the only one in PewDiePie. No, and then, it was. And then there's PewDiePie. No, there was um, there was a second one, and then Marquise Brownlee, right? Mm-hmm. I forget who the second one was, but he brought up, you know, PewDiePie did this many videos to get to a thousand. Uh, Marquise Brownlee did this many videos to get to this point, and his point was that they all have different journeys. Mm-hmm. He said that like, don't be looking at somebody else's sub growth as your story. Yeah, that's their story. That's not going to be your story. Uh, in the same way, mm, I well look, said. yeah, like I look at Nikki Jakey a lot and um, not not so much Nikki, more the Jakey rather oh than Nikki. But <laughs> I look at his and he just poof, yeah exploded, you know, in a certain term. Right. But there's definitely uh, definitely people who have really exploded. But I look at his and like, man, I, I really get inspired from that. But I need to understand that that's his story. Mm-hmm. That's his growth. Yeah. That's not my growth. Yeah. In the same way, Maddie, once you finally hit the million by the end of um, uh, this week, uh, oh you know, God. that's going to be your growth, not my growth. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's the thing is that like we need to understand that it's somebody sells a story. Yeah. Not my story. Um, right. Maddie, any other closing thoughts? Um. Hmm trying to think because the worst feeling is you walk away from a great topic and you haven't said enough i feel like dude i hate that it's every podcast for me man yeah i feel i feel confident i've i've tracked everything down talked about it all Mm -hmm. um yeah i don't think i can offer much that other than my thanks for having me on it was a really good time as always thanks for being on man like uh, honestly like pleasure like every time we talk to like it's just it's super inspiring because like <laughs> i feel like we're on the same minds and no, i'm just kidding oh uh <laughs> yeah exactly but no it's just um we we definitely have good conversations i'm like man i definitely want him on you know i want to give him the honor of being on oh, game of groceries okay. you know <laughs> like, yeah. it is though 
Oh, thank Can't you, go on any podcast quite like this. I don't get asked onto people's podcasts anyway, so hmm. it's not. I don't think yeah. that people don't want me, but I don't know if I have enough, enough, you know, staying power, if that's the right term. Enough, mm. enough, yeah. like uh, drag to be like, come join me, my army, <laughs> and, 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 and come invade games and groceries. You know? <laughs> no, I don't. Like, if you don't wait, like you've been asked on other podcasts though, right? Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to think. Uh, I mean. It's not really. Yeah, not really. It's it's not like a that's the thing. A lot of people ask me, like, why don't I I I don't mean to make this about myself, but a lot of people ask it. me, why don't you bring people on your podcast this often? And mm. it's just so different. It's like in 2015, I could ask a voice actor and he'd be like, Yeah, next week, man. Sure. Yes. But nowadays it's like, let me check with my agent, let me check the NDA, let me mm-hmm. let this, this, that. And there's just so many, and it's like, I only got an hour. And it's like, I respect their schedule, by the way. Like they can give me 40 minutes, that's fine. Yeah. But uh you know, like there's just, it's so different now. It's so different mm-hmm. now compared to how it was. And, but a lot of people ask me that. And it's just like getting guests on podcasts is different. Cause like, I think everyone's email is being flooded by one thing or another. Yeah. That's why I like bringing on people I'm already friends with. Yeah. Like, like I said, um, there was, um, there was one with Adrian Hahn, which like, again, super, yeah. super awesome guy. But I was so stressed having him on because it was definitely, uh, it, it was definitely like much more professional. Yeah. Uh, and he was super nice about it. It's like super game player, but I was just like, I was just stressing out because I was like, yeah. does he have the right information? It does he know what time? It flow does... like it does when you have your friends on. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You were more professional. You were more cautious of the time and, mm-hmm. and everything. But like, yeah, like when it becomes, the more professional it becomes with a guest, the more I'm just like, I'm stressing out yeah. the whole week. Yeah. Um. Like even limited run games, that was a month long like mm-hmm. journey, right? Like I had to email them. Over and, you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it was uh and that's the thing. Awesome guys. Josh and yeah. Doug, super awesome. Uh it's just more stress. Whereas, you know, I can ask on Absolute Prodigy or, you know, Maddie. Not not so much Maddie because he doesn't care about me, but oh my uh <laughs> such a drama cool. queen. <laughs> yeah. But um I can just be like, hey man, like you doing anything and that's it. Yeah. Um right. it's just yeah, I I don't mean to drag myself out. But uh any other closing thoughts? I think we're good. We're... I think if we keep asking, it's never gonna end. Closing yeah, thoughts? That's true. Closing <laughs> thoughts? <laughs> but no, I definitely hate that. Like you you get to the end yeah. and you're just like I wanted to talk about that. Dang it. <laughs> but um yeah, so I, I think this is a good way to end things off. But Maddie, again, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, My pleasure. If our audience hasn't uh, known about you yet, where can we find you? How can we stalk you, Maddie? Where Where are you at? <laughs> you can look me up on YouTube, Twitch with Mr. Maddie Plays. Sadly, I'm. Uh, this is wow. This is one thing I should have said. Uh, yeah. My handle on. Uh, Twitter is not the same as any of my other handles. It's yeah. still G27 status. Uh, that was my second YouTube channel. You see, like I said, I'm old school. I'm like, this was my roots. This is where I started. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I try to keep, I try to hold on to it. I don't think it, it probably is half the reason it hasn't grown in a while, but hey, whatever. Uh, and Mr. Maddie plays underscore official on Instagram. Although I don't post there, so you guys don't got to bother. But <laughs> I am there if you want to see my face a little bit more. <laughs> nice. And I'll have uh, those links in the description down below, whether you're listening on audio or video. So definitely check them out. If you cool. haven't subbed yet, definitely get on that. And if you haven't checked out his video, uh, The Future of Persona, I definitely recommend it. It's 48 minutes, if, I, if I'm right. Uh, ooh, I think 46. It doesn't matter. It's Yeah, around 40s. that ball. 
It's in the 40s, but I, I, it was well worth my time. I was educated on everything Persona. Like I said, someone who has never played a Persona game ever. In, okay, wait. No, I played a Persona fighting game, Arena. So that's Really? I did play Persona 4 Arena, and that's because... Why? <laughs> I gotta ask. I was over at a friend's house, um, John, and mm. um, it, they just had it on their PS. And uh, Was it PS3? PS... What what game was it? What, what game? Three or Xbox three sixty. Yeah, it was one of those. I think it was on the PlayStation three. And he's like, You should play this. I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> but someone who's never played a Persona game officially, uh, I was well educated. I knew what it was about. I knew what needed to be fixed for the future. So uh, future persona, definitely check out that video. I I'll probably have that link down below if you want to check that out as well. Uh but with all that said and done, you know, follow us on the social media platforms on Twitter at Gaming Groceries or follow us on uh, individually. I'm at Ace the Grocer. And I'm at Journey First. Find us on Instagram, Games and Groceries, all one word. And the uh, Facebook, uh, Games and Groceries. You can just find us there and check out our website, GamesGroceries.com. So with all that said and done, we thank you for watching this week's video. We hope to see you next week. Have a good week. Bye. Bye-bye.